This broadcast will not be recorded. You have to upgrade your plan. Fuck you, pay me. <clears throat> I don't know, Katie. Me neither. Don't know. Hello, everyone that isn't here. Because nobody fucking listens to this shit. Ever. The very few of you that do. You fuckers. Uh, let's just fucking jump right into it. Shall we? You're about to witness the strength of creep knowledge. Good evening. And welcome to the 40 and Slip. This is episode 194. The Return of the Red Eye. <clears throat> That's right. I've used that before. I know I have. One point or a time or another. I think I used it on a secret show. Yeah, I think so. Episode. With old Phil polling. Old Philip. Uh, we are Sans Steve for the return. Um, there will be no Steve Alcorn for the new incarnation. Of the show, Steve has uh, decided to uh, pursue other interests. Um, mainly, he does the one show a week. He does with his um, uh, reselling buddies there, uh, and he's got a lot going on. He's got a shit ton going on. Um, but he did say he would pop in on occasion to say hi, um, do a couple of shows here and there. Um, just to, you know, I I threw it out at him when I decided to come back to do it. And I was like, you know, I just, in good faith, I just, you know, we always did it together. And um, I didn't think you wanted to, but here it is. And he's like, oh, yeah, no, no, I'm good. <laughs> so I was like, all right, man. Um, but, uh, uh. Yeah, so I, I had gotten a, a few a few people had reached out to me and said, "Hey, would you ever consider bringing it back?" <clears throat> One of which was Katie, um, and I had um, considered bringing the show back, but um, I was really enjoying my time off from it, so I was just, Ugh. you know, do I want to? Not really, uh, but. I was kind of itching to do it a little bit uh, because uh, I'm just a a creative type of person. I like to, to do things. So, um, and then a few weeks back, oh, probably like a month or so now, um, Bronx Johnny called me um, like out of the blue just to ask me like a question. Uh, about something he, he it was a technical question um and 
while we were talking, he was like, so would you ever consider doing the show again? And I was like, I don't know. I'm really, really, really enjoying my time off. It's nice. And he's like, all right, cool, cool. And I said, but, uh, you know, if I, if I do start it up again, I'm like, I will definitely hit you up. I mean, um, you'd be the first, one of the first people on the list. And uh, I, I let him know, I think it was last week, that I was bringing it back. And he said he would definitely come on the show again. So, um, Johnny's great. Uh, I, I love those guys over at uh, High Society. And uh, I'm a big fan of Gas Digital in general. A lot of the stuff is over there. Legion of Skanks. It's fucking some great podcasts over there so um i would look i look forward to having johnny back uh you know steve i haven't reached out to any of the other regulars i haven't uh reached out to calls or or any of the other people um i know i won't be able to get him on the show but i did talk to david batdorf um, yeah how's he just, doing just yesterday he's doing good he's doing good um He's got some stuff going on. Um, I never know what David wants talked about with his life, so I don't, I don't go into anything. But uh, he's got, he's got some stuff going on. Um, but David's good. Um, I try to check in on him every so often. I had actually, uh, I reached out. Why was it I reached out to him? It's another. Thing. I'm trying to skate around things right now. I reached out to him because a mutual of a, another mutual friend. That I was curious if he had seen him in a while. Um, and uh, he said he had in fact not. So that was interesting. But uh, yeah, um, I, I did speak to David. Um, like I said, I've not really reached out to anybody else. Um, you know, when Katie and I talked about doing this again, I didn't, I didn't want to jump into the old... Uh, the exact old format that we were doing before, um, you know, where we were just picking a topic and going with it. Um, but at the same time, I wanted to try to keep some of the same feel of the show. Um, so we wanted to try to stay more uh, news oriented, the more more of the the, the same topic subject matter but more just news stories or what's going on um it's going to be kind of fluid for a little while i think um until we settle on something <coughs> i think it'll be different when we have guests it's not going to be the same like i'm not going to be able to do uh a normal uh flowed show if i'm doing a news program um when I have a guest on. I mean, can kinda, but it doesn't make a whole fuck ton of sense to just sit there and read the news while you have a guest. <laughs> I don't know. Just a thought. Um, so, and, you know, we thought about, uh, you know, different avenues that we could take. Like I said, it's going to be fluid for a while. So, I mean, fuck, bear with it. Uh, for those of you that wanted it to come back, th this is what you get. <laughs> I don't know what to fucking tell you. Um, I had wanted to have my video up tonight, 
but unfortunately, um, uh, Jesus Christ, my fucking parakeet. I put her out in the fucking kitchen and I can still hear her. Stand by. <laughs> fucking shut the goddamn door. Holy fuck. Um, yeah, so, um, but yeah, this is, this is pretty much what you get. Like I said, I tried to get the, my video up tonight and I was able to figure out getting the green screen up, but my damn camera, I can't get it to settle on a spot anywhere. Um, so it's just, it, it, the angle is completely, it's either looking way down on me from above like I'm trying to take a selfie like a fucking girl who doesn't who wants to hide something or it's from way underneath and up cuz I can't either that or it's like I have to position it so that it's in the center of my monitor so that when I go to read shit on it's going to be right in my fucking way so I've got to figure that out um because the way that I have my desk set up now I have a stand up desk um which is nice in some ways. Um, and I suppose I could stand up and do the fucking show that way. Do like fucking network. Was that the fucking show or was that fucking show? That, that movie where the guy fucking was a talk radio host and he stood up and walked all around the fucking room like nobody does. <clears throat> um, but I could do that, I suppose. Um, and I guess somebody's going to sit out in the fucking kitchen and keep the fucking bird going for a while. So <laughs> we're going to hear that. Because um, they can't realize that I fucking put her out there so that she'd be quiet. No. no nobody's going to take the fucking hint. Ugh. <sighs> So anyway, this is uh, this is what we got. Uh, I like I said I, for at the moment it will be it will be what it'll be. Uh, I'm not trying to apologize or make excuses for it. Um, it's just not going to be exactly what we had before. Um, and I already wish I could ban someone from the chat. Just, <laughs> um, and it's not you, Shelley. By the way. And thank you. So good to see you in the chat. Um, so I guess we'll get right fucking into it. Um, should I use the news? Bit? I should, I guess. The, the I mean, the whole fucking show is going to be basically news. I mean, I don't know. Why not? I think, Katie, I think I can uh, turn over some of the functions to you now through StreamYard. Oh, yeah? Um, and if that's the case, that would be really cool because I could have you change the... Um, uh, the pictures around while I'm doing the stories. Yeah, that would be cool. Yeah. The, yeah, and I think I can give you those functions now. They changed a lot of stuff about StreamYard, so I'm hopeful that, um, you know, that that would work. 
I'd still come. I don't. Okay. I'm, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go with that. I'm not going to question it. I'm not going to question it. <laughs> Anywho, where's my fucking news here? I had it, I had everything up and then this whole experience went to shit like right at 8 o'clock. <laughs> That's how it goes. <clears throat> it is how it fucking goes. So, from uh, 6abc.com, uh, a mayor recalls possible Bigfoot experience while camping. This thing let out the scream from hell. Uh, mayor Greg Stokes <clears throat> has spent the last 37 years reading and researching Sasquatch um, from Regalsville, Pennsylvania. It's a legend many have cl- many claim to have witnessed and others have only read about. But one Bucks County, Pennsylvania mayor says he believes Bigfoot is real based on what he heard. So he's Steve Alcorn. <laughs> he fucking heard something and he thinks it's Bigfoot. Uh, uh, Regalsville mayor, Greg Stokes, home of Stokes. Uh, says he was cam- he was out camping in Pike County back in July of 1984. Good year. At one point, and a great album. At one point during the trip, he recalls hearing something large and menacing on two feet rustling outside of his tent. It was his uncle Bob. Uh, then he says he heard a scream that was horrifying and still haunting. That was his brother. <laughs> <laughs> This thing let out the scream from hell. Uh, I sat bolt. I sat bolt right, bolt upright in my tent. That was written wrong. Uh, this thing vibrated my body so hard I couldn't see the inside of the tent, and it had this huge, huge, huge. It was very huge uh, resonance, and it was close enough to me that I could hear its lips pop apart when it actually started to scream. It was a very, very low guttural tone, recalls Stokes. Uh, Mayor Stokes says he's 99% sure it was Bigfoot, but leaves the 1% of doubt only because he didn't actually see it. Uh, He has spent the last 37 years reading and researching Sasquatch and meeting other people with similar experiences. Uh, The Pennsylvania Bigfoot Project has about 20,000 members. And the Bucks County chapter is just getting started. Uh, there's about 400 to 600 sightings that are reported a year. There's probably triple that number that actually happened, but people don't report them because they're afraid of ridicule. I've, well, let me look at what I'm fucking doing. Uh, I've had people laugh at me and I don't care, he says. Uh, Stokes is the keynote speaker at the next meet, at the next meeting in his town of Regalsville. He says the goal is to share stories, but also to understand the species they all believe are living among us in our wooded areas or in other dimensions. If you fucking follow that line of thinking, (sighs) I don't fucking know. Interesting. He's a mayor. I wonder, uh, wonder if he has any, uh, people who don't like him talking about this kind of stuff as mayor. Oh, I'm sure. I'm sure he's got plenty of people. Man, don't talk about the fucking big, Bigfoot shit. <laughs> it's a pretty good I've, story, though. I mean, solid you, Bigfoot story. Listen, you've met my family. Like, you've met a good <laughs> yes. portion of my family. 
those motherfuckers, I've told them a thousand times that I don't really subscribe to this shit. Like, I, yeah. I like talking about it, but I don't believe in most of it. Right. And, like, every fucking time. So, uh, they find Bigfoot again? Yeah. You know, like, I, fucking, I get that a like, lot. I'm, People say like, that I'm, shit I'm, I'm, all the time. <laughs> my fingers on the fucking pulse of this shit. I'm like, I don't know. <laughs> Yeah, I'm like after fucking eight years of doing this shit. Here's what I can tell you: I don't know, right? <laughs> no one knows. I, I know. I know less now than I did fucking eight years ago. <laughs> yeah, for sure. The more you know, the less you know. That's kind of how yeah. it works. <laughs> fucking a rabbit hole that doesn't end. Oh, but it is shit. also just fun. It's not quite as fun as it used to be, but it's just fun. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Absolutely. Um, from uh, org, uh, new show set in Portlock. Portlock? Is this Portlock? I don't know. Fucking thought that said Portland when I fucking copied it. New show set in Portlock explores legend of Bigfoot. Yet another so-called reality show, which will suck dick probably. <laughs> <laughs> Yet another so-called reality show is featuring Alaska in its plot line. The latest from the streaming service Discovery Plus is called Alaskan Killer Bigfoot. And it's set in and around an abandoned Kenai Peninsula ghost town. According to its promotional materials, Alaskan Killer Bigfoot follows four men as they explore Portlock near the tip of the Kenai Peninsula. And try to reclaim the land from the terrifying Bigfoot-like beast known as Nin- Nintinek? I-, I don't fucking know. I should have looked that one up. Excuse me. Which reportedly sent villagers fleeing 70 years ago as it went on a murderous rampage. Uh, the show follows the team's 40-day stay in and around the old village site. Episode titles so far announced include Village of the Damned where the quartet receive a priest's blessing before setting out. The second episode, called It Knows We're Here, includes a visit from an historian and what is described as a stern warning from the creature. Episode 3 finds the crew discovering a mysterious obelisk in the forest and a psychic medium who wants to build a spiritual bridge to the creature, but panics instead. Oh, jeez. God. <laughs> Episodes of Alaskan Killer Bigfoot set here on the Kenai Peninsula begin streaming December 7th on Discovery+. Plus. Oh, Discover. I was just going to ask which network was doing it. Of course it's Discovery. Fuck Ugh. yeah. Discovery oh, loves God. that shit. Uh, well. <laughs> uh, from TMZ.com. Pilot records series of bright lights flying over the Pacific. Have you seen this video? Uh, no, I don't think so. It's pretty, it's kind of interesting. I don't know what the fuck it is, but it's interesting. Uh, Pilot was joined by more than just other commercial airline flights over the Pacific Ocean during a recent trip, recording what he believes was an entire fleet of UFOs. The video, believed to have been recorded in the last few weeks, shows between nine and sometimes up to 12 of the bright objects. You can see some light up and dim at random periods, but their pacing and speed seem to remain consistent. 
According to reports, the pilot was flying at about 39,000 feet. You can hear him say, that is some weird shit. I'm going to say it's shit, but it says S asterisk asterisk asterisk. <laughs> I'm going to go with shit. Uh, that is something flying <clears throat> as the lights continue to grow and move. Uh, doubters believe the lights could be anti-missile anti flares shot from another plane or even shipped below, but there's no proof to support that either. Uh, the published sighting comes on the heels of the Department of Defense announcing the launch of a UFO task force. We'll be doing a fucking uh, a story on that as well. Uh, the new government initiative has been hit with plenty of criticism from skeptics who believe the move is simply the Pentagon wanting to control and hide reported sightings. Could be a little of both. Could be a little of both. Could be a little bit of bait and switch action going on. Could be a little bit. Of, this is going on over here. Don't pay attention to what's going on over here. My favorite thing this year was, uh, by the way, was Gabby Petito. Oh yeah. And 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 good old Brian Laundry. Yeah. Um, I have never seen this country pay attention to something that doesn't fucking matter in the grand scheme of things compared to the other shit going on than they did when this bullshit happened. Yeah, tell me that all these people needed to stand outside of his fucking parents' house. Yeah, and throw laundry baskets at them. Cunts. And and come up with these crazy conspiracy theories like he's living in the goddamn garden. Right. She's she's handing him something. He's in a fucking bunker under the garden. People need to get fucking lives. Yeah. This is what's happened in this goddamn country. Fucking crazy. I I I I mean, I, I think it's great that information is flowing in the way that it is. And that people can connect in the ways that they can. It's awesome. It's fucking great. It it, it blows me away on a daily basis. Um, even though I, I still act like a cunt and get pissed off when shit doesn't go my way. And then like five minutes later, I'm like, douchebag, you just ordered a fucking sandwich on your phone. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> you know, it's you're in the fucking future. Like you grew up at a time when you still had to dial the phone with <laughs> So yeah. Yeah, you've definitely lived uh two different uh experiences. It's we're in a strange oh. time. Oh, most definitely. Uh our next story from uh military.com. Pentagon UFO rapid response teams ordered up by Congress. Teams of Pentagon and intelligence community experts would rapidly respond to military UFO sightings and conduct conduct field investigations under newly unveiled defense legislation set to pass Congress. Lawmakers also want scientific and technical experts to analyze data about the objects or what the military calls unidentified aerial phenomena, or UAP, as well as any recovered materials or medical effects according to the text of the annual defense authorization bill released Tuesday. The bill requires all of the findings to be collected under a new joint UAP office and delivered to Congress in annual reports and biannual briefings to defense committees, marking the most significant UFO legislation ever passed in the U.S. following 
high-profile encounters with unknown objects reported by the Navy. I think it's kind of interesting. Like, and I was one of those people that kind of criticized Trump when he was like, hey, let's create a fucking Space Force. Right. Right? Like, uh, Space Force. Yeah. But, 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 um, I kind of got to give him a little bit of credit on that one. Um, I think he might have had a little bit of foresight there. Yeah. Or maybe he was getting some intelligence briefings, obviously, that we weren't. Right. <laughs> as the president, you know, as they do. Right. Um, and maybe made a decision to go forward with something, which I think is probably a, a good idea. And also, you know, uh, I was listening to Neil deGrasse Tyson talk, uh, who I think is fucking brilliant. Um, and uh, his take on it was, you know, th- these types of things and these types of endeavors always push forward science. You know, and that's always a good thing. Yeah, it's a you great know, we, motivator. We get, yeah, we get we get good things from that. So um, I'm very hopeful with that type of shit. But, yeah. And anyway, protecting our national security interests means knowing who and what are flying in U.S. airspace. Representative Ruben Gallego, Democrat from Arizona, a sponsor of the legislation, said in a statement to Military.com. Right now, our systems of trafficking and identifying UAPs is scattered throughout the Department of Defense and other departments and agencies of the federal government. The expansive measure comes just two weeks after the Pentagon announced a new group aimed at collecting and analyzing UAP incidents, sending a clear message that Congress felt the department's response was inadequate. No shit. Right. Really? Like, there's a response to fucking UFOs has been... uh, inadequate i i'm sorry i i don't know what you're talking about <laughs> you, are you trying to tell me that the pentagon has dropped the ball on this how could they this? i mean you know <laughs> i don't fucking know anyway this one's pretty long i'm gonna fucking skip over a lot of this holy shit it is interesting i mean what's in our airspace is indeed important. And I was thinking as you were reading that, like mm, they know what's in our airspace, but that's a good point. They're kind of pooling together all the resources into one group rather than well, yeah, everybody know what the other guy's doing. I think that it's, I, I also think that it's good that they're, um, they have to present their findings to Congress. Yes. They're, they're trying to be tr- transparent about it. As much as I think that's a fucking dog and pony show, too. I mean, right. Or they're trying to make us feel like they're being transparent about it. Yeah. That type of shit. Yeah. Always good. Um, from the New York Post.com, uh, credible UFO sightings spotted by jet pilots are being ignored by the government. So on one hand, <laughs> we've got, we're looking into this shit. Um, and you know, Hey, I, for the record, like I believe both stories, I believe that yes, they are going to be looking into this shit. And I also believe that they overlook a lot of this shit. Well, Um, I think a lot of times when it's seems that they've overlooked something, they don't tell us everything. You know what I mean? They, I'm sure they do look into this stuff, but that doesn't mean they're going to tell us how it went, you know? Uh, uh, sometimes I think sometimes there's there's ways to check in on that though to see if they are true true. So 
I think I think to some degree I think there's a little fuckery going on. But um oh, yeah, credible for sure. Cre- credible sightings of UFOs by commercial jet pilots are routinely shelved by a government unit set up to investigate them, documents suggest. Excuse me. A number of strange encounters have been shit canned. I'm gonna go with shit because it's another one of those S asterisk asterisk asterisk. <laughs> Uh, after being referred to a secret department run the Royal Canadian Air Force, it is claimed. Previously classified event logs were released to Vice News under Canada's Access to Information Act. Oh, this is Canada? Of course Canada's locking shit up. Um, the final some marked secret described mysterious UFO sightings reported by pilots to air traffic controllers. <clears throat> Others show how, jet fi- uh, how fighter jets were scrambled to intercept unknown aircraft unknown craft spotted on radar which then vanished one aviation expert claims the sightings were not properly followed up unlike in the u.s the pentagon and congress are both investigating ufos Ooh. Uh, former rcaf fighter pilot jock williams who spent 36 years in the canadian military said the res- the reports get shit canned he said, I mean, somebody throws it out. Nobody cares. I don't see any evidence that evidence there's any kind of in-depth look being taken at any of this kind of stuff, which means that nobody attaches any importance to it. You have evidence of the fact that they're aware of this kind of stuff. At the same time, you have evidence of the fact that nothing is happening. These guys are getting paid one way or the other. They might as well be investigating. The files include one vital intelligence sighting from the pilot of a jazz flight at 25,000 feet over British Columbia's remote coastline in September 2016. He told air traffic controllers he saw three red lights 3,000 feet above him and going slower. Radar scans did not detect any other aircraft within 100 miles. Within minutes, the report was sent to the Department for Transport and the Air Force's Secretive Intelligence Surveillance and Reconnaissance Division in Winnipeg but there appears to have been no further action, reports Vice. Williams, now an aviation consultant, who also worked for the transport department, said, I don't dispute they saw the strange light, and it may or may not be of strange origin. Who knows? But all I know is I'm not impressed with the level of investigation. Another sighting in the logs dates from April 2016, when a West Jet plane just north of Toronto reported a very bright light pass overhead overhead of them when there was no other traffic in the area it was logged as a ufo report but the rest is redacted so it is not clear what action was taken in december 2016 edmonton air traffic controllers notified the military of a qatar airways flight to los angeles reporting a ufo in broad daylight over western alberta in november 2018 the pilots of a cargo jet plane high above Saskatchewan described bright, shining lights that were maneuvering and moving fast. Two weeks later, on November 21st, two mysterious sightings on the same day were logged by Canada's Air Defense Service. In High Prairie, Alberta, an informant whose identity is redacted reported three red lights in the sky hovering at the approximate height of a cell phone tower Center light blinking and the other two solid. The log adds, observed for a few moments and then it took off heading west and was not seen again. 
Hours earlier, a NORAD radar station detected an unknown track approaching over the Atlantic towards Newfoundland. It was rated suspect, and fighter jets were scrambled to intercept, but when they arrived, they could not find anything there. A report the next day blamed the spurious data on an equipment malfunction. An RCAF spokesman confirmed aircraft were launched that day to investigate what was later deemed a false positive. A statement said this can happen for a number of reasons, from meteorological conditions to flocks of birds, and is not unusual. It is important to remember that unknown tracks of radar are precisely that, unknown. Williams believes this explanation is possible, but extremely unlikely. He said the extensive radar coverage of NORAD with the Joint Defense Initiative with the U.S. means there is virtually never only one radar source tracking an object. A Canadian defense spokesman has previously said the military has shared information from UFO reports with our NORAD colleagues in the U.S., but it does not typically investigate sightings of unknown or unexplained phenomena outside the context of investigating credible threats potential threats, or potential distress in the case of search and rescue. In June, a long-awaited Pentagon report on UFOs warned the threat to the U.S. and could not rule out an alien origin. Well, the fucking Canadians are just dropping the ball. They're like, hey, what do you say, eh? Hey, (laughs) get some UFOs up here, eh? They don't give a shit. Guess not. (laughs) I, I, when I read that at first, I thought that I was, like, countermanding the stuff from the U.S. Like, when I first right. picked up the story. Because I didn't read over anything. I just fucking grabbed it. Um, and it's fucking UFO season. I can tell you that. Most of the fucking stories are fucking UFOs. Yeah, it's definitely a hot topic these days. It has been for a while now. Ah, it's fucking crazy. I And... I, like I know we were talking about this before we uh we had stopped doing the show um, how fucking crazy it is that the stuff that's coming out the stuff that they're just admitting now it is absolutely bonkers i I still can't believe it and it, and everybody's yeah. acting like it's just business as usual. I still feel like that was an experiment, the whole putting out a little bit and kind of playing along. I kind of feel like they did that to kind of like, all right, well, let's see how this goes. And I don't know. I still, I can't make up or down of those videos that were released. I don't know. It's one thing that blows my mind and I can't uh, pick a side for sure. Yeah, it's uh, we live in a weird time. That's all I know. We live in a we live in a weird time because it's it's very obvious that there is in the media there is some fuckery. There's oh, not for total sure. fuckery. There's not like every news star- story you hear is not fuckery. But there's some fuckery. I mean, I can I can name right now like at least a half a dozen news stories that came out in the past fucking year that are total bullshit. Right. Total and complete horseshit. And they were, they have been reported on by every fucking news outlet out there. And, and I'm afraid to even bring it up 
while while broadcasting on Facebook for fear that they'll take the goddamn video down. Right. Because you can't even call it out. That's how crazy it is right now. It's 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 absolutely bonkers. The fact that they can't allow people to just come to their own their own conclusions based on what they see. I, I you know people have said before. I have said before. Many people have fucking said before. If you want to combat shitty uh, uh, speech, combat it with good speech. Like right. present a good argument. Like it's that simple. It's not a but difficult fucking thing to do. Social media though promotes the, you know, off the cuff, whatever the in the moment opinion is. And, and well, and I don't social, know, media, social media is mixing things up. Social media promotes discourse, and it promotes. Yeah bad discourse it promotes the most negative of discourse because it wants to promote the type of discourse that's going to keep you sitting there and keep you arguing like it has been proven that that is what they want you to do or they want you to stew with other people who are like you about the same things um and it's just what these algorithms have been designed to do um, it's, it's asses and seats. It goes back to that whole thing of, you know, asses in fucking seats, you know, yeah. this, uh, uh, show promoters or, or people who sell tickets. That's what they look at. Facebook is looking at the same time, same thing. Only they're looking at how long your ass is in the seat. Right. <clears throat> you know, it's a, it's a same model, the same exact fucking model. And what I think is hilariously funny is that, you know, the the Hollywood and the the TV industry, the whole fucking bunch, they've they've done the same thing for ages, for fucking ages, with trying to uh, portray certain narratives. Uh, we all know that the Hollywood story is bullshit. You know, but we've just been fed it for fucking ever. You know, well, does that mean that everybody on and on? Right, but does that mean that like you or I can't see through that fucking facade? Right. You I know, think most like, of us do. Right. That's uh, and I think that's the point. Like, if if you have half a brain, so now because some people in the world are dumb and are fucking ignorant. The entirety of society has to be dumbed down. Like, and that is exactly what they're trying to do. Yeah. This is exactly what they're trying to do. And it's disgusting. And, and, ugh. Ugh. It just gets me so mad. Gets me so fucking mad, Katie. Me too. But but anyway. um, Fucking UFOs. I'm telling you, they're everywhere. From uh, www.ndtv.com, mysterious lights in the sky puzzle residents in Punjab City. Residents describe seeing a string of bright white lights, a line of bright white light, bright lights darting through the night sky in Punjab's Pathankot, left residents confused on Friday evening. 
The phenomenon appeared in the sky for a few minutes shortly before 7 p.m. We f saw the fast-moving object, with bright lights like a train. It looked like it looked just like a train at a distance. The light was very bright and white. It was the first time we saw something like this. We saw it for five whole minutes, after which it vanished, said one resident. Earlier this year, mysterious rows of bright blinking lights glided across the sky, were sighted in Gujarat's, Gujarat's Janagada. Uh, I think I fucked that one up. And the surrounding region. At that time, experts had suggested that the lights appeared to have been satellites passing, passing through a low Earth orbit. That's probably what it was this time, too. Yeah. Just just going to go with that one. I saw the picture of that one. It was it literally looked like a line of lights in the sky. I'm like, yeah, that looks to me like uh, some satellites lining up. Looks like old Elon Musk is getting some Internet to some people. <sighs> Good old Elon. He fucking just keeps sticking his foot in his mouth lately. Yeah. Have you seen, uh, seen any of that shit lately? I have. He's been very vocal for a long time now. He says all sorts of crazy shit, but. Uh, some people. Uh, this story is fucking insanely long. I don't know if I want to do this one. Did you happen to grab the one about um, Jetpack Man? No. It's been solved. Oh, really? Yeah. Well, I guess I consider it solved. Some people, of course, still don't. But it was a metallic uh, helium balloon of um, the skeleton guy from Nightmare Before Christmas. <laughs> when, and now when you look back at the pictures, it's so obvious that's what it is. Like, so obvious. Was. Oh, yeah. Uh, <laughs> What's his name? Jack the Skeleton or something? Yeah, uh, Jack Skellington. Yes, yes. Thank you. That's totally yeah. what it was. No shit. Yeah. Fuck. I mean, it just goes to show you that most things, most things that are out there have a very mundane explanation. Right. I know. A and it very... seems silly now when you look back at the pictures to even think like, fuck, man, we're idiots. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Like I was watching the other day. I was watching a video of two brown bears fighting. And I was like, we fucking act all the time like we need these um, fantastical creatures like Bigfoot in the world. Dude, you have bears. Right. Like, they're fucking fantastical enough. Yeah. <laughs> and lions. Like these things are, yeah, that these things are fucking massive. And with one swipe of their hand or paw, whatever the fuck you want to call it, they're just going to take your fucking face off. Yeah. Not like bruise you not like cause a couple of scrapes rip your entire fucking face off yeah bears will straight up eat you alive they don't give a fuck yeah. no they just start eating yeah oh, god fucking savage things anyway you'll like this one katie from uh daily cost d daily kos.com rabid right-wing christian cleric claims demonic powers made Obama a puppet master. Uh, Shane Vaughn, yet another crazed conservative Christian pastor, claims demonic powers ushered Barack Obama into the presidency. What is his evidence? Oh, yeah. ...that he must have had an assist to get in the Oval Office. 
And wow. because Obama is black, that assist must have been satanic. Oh, but of course. Let, let, me, let me read that again. And because Obama is black, that assist must have been satanic. This guy's an idiot, man. Oh, man. <laughs> what? When did he fucking watch that movie Crossroads? This guy's still alive. <laughs> oh, fuck. Uh, this is his thinking. <laughs> uh, have you all ever thought about Barack Obama? Come out of nowhere. Nobody even knew the man. He never even let a Boy Scout troop. He literally came out of an inconsequential Senate seat over in Chicago, I believe. <laughs> Nobody even knew the man. And all of a sudden, he's the puppet master in America. Why? Because demon powers chose these people to operate through them. <laughs> Obama, of course, was a senator from Illinois. But that language makes him sound respectable. So Vaughn made him a sem senator from Chicago. The conservative symbol for liberal failure and a racist dog whistle. <laughs> wow. <laughs> However, I don't think that Vaughn has... Uh, through his uh, thought his argument through. Or maybe he realized that his audience is shaky on American history. The people who paid attention in class will remember that Illinois send another man to the presidency with scant D.C. experience, Abraham Lincoln. They will also note another similarity. Both men were... And I, why he's making these fucking uh, similarity choices uh, with between Obama and fucking Lincoln. I, I, I'm not quite fond of that in this story. Uh, both men were hoisted to prominence by their oratory. Yeah, so he could fucking speak well. He still pissed me off as president. Right. Uh, for Lincoln, it was the 1858 Lincoln-Douglas debates. For Obama, it was the 2004 keynote address to the Democratic National Convention. Yeah. Hope. Hope and change. Fuck you. <clears throat> uh, anyway. Yeah, he thinks he, thinks he fucking has demon the demonic powers got him to the fucking presidency. And no he, Looney Tunes. Uh, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. And what what is the whole thing with fucking? I just got to the end of that story, and at the end of the story, it says Andy is an anti-vaxer. So. Oh jeez. Uh, so. Had to stick that in there, didn't they? That, what is that? That fucking narrative right now is horseshit. It's absolute horseshit. You know, for the record, I. I personally don't think that people should get them. And I got it. Does that make me an anti-vaxxer? I got the fucking thing. And I had a reaction to it, too. Yeah. So. I know many people who have. <clears throat> yeah, it's it, it's a very strange thing. Uh, one of the things that really bothers me about it is the fact that they actually changed the definition of vaccine before this. Yeah. Vaccine. Yeah, I don't like that either. I've been so confused by that whole thing of like, this isn't, I just, I, the whole narrative of it has been very yeah, it's, annoying. It's very, it's, it's very strange and it's very confusing and you're not allowed to talk about it. it like right? the first time in my life that I'm aware of, you're not allowed to talk about something. Like for fear of getting silenced. And it's very, That's not very good for America. Yeah, it's not good at all. Anyway, this next story I picked specifically for you, Katie. Ooh. This one's just for you. From the DailyMail.co.uk, 
demonic bird refuses to allow man to leave his home while its mate is in his backyard. Hmm. And the threatening noise it makes has to be heard to be believed. (laughs) An Australian man was too afraid to leave his home or even open his back door as as an angry bird growled at him through the glass door. The man shared a video of him trying to leave his home when a bush stone curlew began making guttural noises at him. The bird spread its wings wide and appeared to have an enraged look on its face as it made the unsettling sounds. The large ground-dwelling bird is found around Australia and is known to spread its wings and make noises to distract predators away from nearby nests. Another bush stone curlew gained fame in 2017 for falling in love with its own reflection. Wildlife expert Caitlin Rayner noticed the bird mesmerized by its reflection and put a note above it to let people know the bird was fine, just a little self-obsessed. I'm a bushstone curlew. I'm fine, the note read. I just like to stare at myself in the window. The curlew often returned to the same window to stare at itself, which led people to say it was in love with its own reflection. The bird quickly gained fame with over 650 people following a Facebook page dedicated to the bird. Since then, the bushstone curlew has been the butt of several online jokes as the bird continually returns to gaze at itself in the window. Cute. I saw that one. I was like, yeah, this one's just specifically for Katie. Yes, if I were still Uh, on Facebook, I would totally be following that bird. (laughs) (laughs) It's a cute little looking bird. Uh, uh, I'd say it kind of reminds me of like a roadrunner. It's really skinny like that. You say it kind of sounds the way it behaves like a kill deer. Yeah. They're it, really annoying. It has, the same, it has the same type of behavior as a kill deer. Yes. Yeah. It doesn't look like one at all. Um, from McCall.com, federal officials examined video of unexplained aerial sightings near Allentown Airport. They've been unable to identify the aircraft. On most days, unidentified aerial phenomenon hovering at twilight would fuel a wide range of conspiracy theories, some more outlandish than others. Were there visitors from outer space, something otherworldly in Lehigh, Lehigh, I hope that's right, valley skies, or simply drones? Probably drones. Uh, As it turned out, the glowing objects spotted over Airport Road in Hanover Township, Lehigh County, in early November didn't raise many eyebrows among the public. Among federal officials, however, it was a different story. The FAA did not issue any drone airspace authorizations near the Airport Road shopping plaza adjacent to Lehigh Valley International Airport last week. Federal Aviation Administration spokesperson Arlene Slack confirmed in an email November 16th. Slack's response followed an inquiry made by the morning call after videos posted to social media November 10th showed two bright objects moving in tandem in the sky near LVIA. I was outside of the Verizon store at the plaza at 1820 Airport Road in Allentown at about 6.50 p.m. when I saw the two coppery lights in the southeast sky, said Bethlehem resident Matt Mulcaney, who took the videos and first shared them on Instagram with digital media company Lehigh Valley with Love. Lehigh Valley with love. (laughs) I love a digital media company name. Uh, Mulcahy said the aircraft, first suspected to be drones, started gaining altitude and got pretty close together before they flew to the east-southeast and disappeared. 
And while the FAA said there was insufficient evidence of drone activity, such a flight path would have violated airspace restrictions in what's known as a no-drone zone area. Say that fucking five times fast. (laughs) Uh, The restricted airspace ensures that an unmanned aircraft won't collide with a plane, causing a potentially fatal accident. And for that reason, all drone operators must answer to the FAA in terms of where and when they can fly. For drone enthusiasts, a potential landmine. The incident near LVI may not not seem like a big deal, but reports of unmanned aircraft sightings from pilots, citizens, and law enforcement have increased dramatically over the last few years. Well, no shit, the FAA said, coinciding with a surge in drone usage. (coughs) The agency now receives hundreds of complaints each month and tracks sightings near airports and detailed spreadsheets posted online. There were 18 such reports made in Pennsylvania between July and September this year, including an incident in August where the pilot of a United Airlines flight from South Carolina to Philadelphia spotted a yellow drone off the left side of the plane at just 300 feet altitude. Wow. No evasive action taken, Philadelphia Airport PD notified, the report said, while other incidents logged in Harrisburg, York, Wilkes Bar, Pottstown, and Pittsburgh reflect both the number of open enforcement cases and the challenge for security officials in thwarting such activity. Excuse me, I need a drink in my fucking throat. Uh, The FAA has employees in the field offices across the country who perform investigations and, when necessary, take appropriate enforcement actions. The agency said in a follow-up email November 23rd, with an emphasis on the fact that flying drones around airports is illegal and violators could face fines and criminal charges, including possible jail time. <clears throat> Get that, kids? No looking for Bigfoot with your fucking drones by the airport. Calm your fucking selves. Jesus, that's a long, another long one. Cutting that one short, too. Yeah, no flying your drones by the airport. That's the I'm fucking sure that is a real problem, though. Yeah, it's, Every I think idiot... It's a- who buys a drone doesn't know the rules, you know? Yeah, I'd, I'd say it's a pretty fucking, pretty big problem. Because people are generally fucking morons. Yeah. I mean, let's let's face facts. I, I, I served the public for a year. <laughs> <laughs> pretty good cross-section of them. They're fucking idiots. Uh, by and large, just fucking idiots. And they... People don't think. They don't care. Uh, people are very uh, me, 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 me. Uh, it's all about me. Nobody gives a fuck about anybody else. I got my drone. I'm going to fly it. Fuck you. That's just the way they are. That's the way I see people anyway. That's our opinion. We welcome yours. Reminds me of the <laughs> editorial that I heard on the fucking uh, the news station every week. When I was growing up, Fred Nutter, Channel 6 News, every week. That's our opinion. We welcome yours. Bullshit, you welcome my opinion. Right. (laughs) You don't want to even fucking hear my opinion. Let's legalize some fucking drugs, Fred. How about that back in 86? (laughs) (laughs) Hey, Fred, we're going to have delivering weed to your door. In 2020. 
What do you think of that? That's still hard to believe. It happens. It fucking happens. I, I, I get on my phone. It's this amazing thing. I, I, I don't have an app or anything. There's not an app for it yet. I'm, I'm pretty sure. Give it time, Katie. Give it fucking time. They'll have an app for it. Yeah, I kind of thought there was an app for it. No, no app. You just, you just, you text this uh, mystical person. I think it's like uh, the Wizard of Oz. There's a curtain. You don't know who's behind it. It's just somebody's there pushing the well, buttons. Well, that's cool. That that's that's kind of keeping it old school, you know. So you, you text your order in, and it come, and then they they text you back whether or not they have what you've ordered based on their menu. And then if they have to make substitutions, they do that. They take good care of you. And then uh, they, they let you know that in a little bit that you'll get a text message that your order is en route. And then literally, as soon as you get the text message, you get a link, pops up, the map shows you right where the car is. And wow. you can follow it. That you sounds magical. That motherfucker just like Uber. But yeah, it's it's great, and uh, I mean, I I I uh, I take care of my delivery drivers, and they take care of me. So it's it's. I mean, there are so many things that I like to bitch about when it comes to this, you know, living in the now. But it is so much easier today than it was when I was a kid. Yeah, it is a thousand times easier to live today. In so many ways. And I should be eternally grateful for that every morning that I get up. But I'm still a miserable prick. (laughs) Where's my fucking coffee? (laughs) Uh, I'm surprised I got through those stories that quick. I fucking loaded a bunch of stories in there. I loaded it up tonight. Um, But like like I said, we'll we'll have to see how... How this progresses and how it goes. I mean, so far, I, I like the format. It's just uh, Katie and I are going to have to get our own rhythm. Yeah, I'm so. definitely not used to talking yet. I mean, I yeah. never hardly spoke you, before. So uh, you'll, you'll do just fine. Um, the, the big thing that I told her is to not try to put on a voice, just be herself. And um, because... I, I think anybody that tries to put on a fake persona, it just totally bleeds through. It, yeah. It, it, and, but I've found many times when you and I get talking, when you're in the moment, you just, you're just talking to me. Yeah. <clears throat> you know, it's when you have to sit there and think for a second and you get caught in the silence. Yes. I, can, yes. I, I listen to, I listen to you getting caught in the silence and I'm like, Oh, she's stuck in it. <laughs> oh, that poor girl. I'm still learning. <laughs> I'm just a yeah, young no, I, podcasting pup. Absolutely, I'm. Uh, I'm happy to have you anyway. And uh, <clears throat> um, for those of you that joined us tonight, um, spread the word. We're back. Um, uh, as far as the day that we will be doing this, I want to say we'll stick to Sundays. For now. Um, I am working night shift now. I work 11 to 7. Uh, I'm not going to talk about where I work because I actually like my job. Um, and I don't even want to jeopardize it in any way, shape, or form. Um, 
So uh, I, I've got to work that out. And currently I'm working pretty much every day. Um, that will change in the future. But um, I will, I'll, I'll try to keep you guys informed on the page. But as, as far as I know right now, I think Katie and I are going to keep it with Sunday. You're okay with Sundays? Yeah, that's a good night for me. Yeah, So, and if we have to, we'll kick it back to 7 o'clock, if that works better for you. Um, <laughs> I, like I said, I just, I wanted to, I wanted to figure in so that we, uh, everything's on the same page and we're all good. Um, but I think it went well. Um, and I hope everybody enjoyed it. Uh, we will be back next week. Like I said, we're not going to try to, if, if Katie and I come across something that we want to talk about, um, I'm sure that that will happen. I don't think it will be in the same vein of the way that we used to do it, where we dedicated a, a whole block of time to just talking about the topic. I think it would be more just a discussion about the topic. But, um, you know, if, if we come across something, absolutely. Uh, we'll throw that in there. But I wanted it to be just more, uh, let's fucking see what's going on in the world. And I can always pop up about fucking 15 news stories a week about some strange shit that's going on in the world. Um, and if any of you out there come across anything that you want to throw my way, you're more than welcome. Those of you who know me, um, uh, I'd say try to throw it at me on the page. It's really hard. You can message the page, I guess. Um, but if there's anything going on that you want us to take a look at, uh, I'd be more than happy to take a look at it. Um, tell one of them fucking idiots that's uh, searching for Bigfoot with a drone that we don't like to search near the airport. <laughs> and, uh, that's how that'll go down. Um, but until next Sunday, uh, everybody have a fucking good time. Be good to each other. And, nah. Eh, I'm actually going to say his name. Alan, fuck off. And don't come back. See ya! <laughs>